is, uh, now you can just watch the lion's bones. I gotta get closer. Yeah. <laughs> Your bumps aren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> My bumps bring all the boys to the yard? No? No. <laughs> no, no boys in the yard. No. Just it's... kids who come by to shovel. Did they come by this weekend? I was no, going to ask you about that. Just that one time. Just that one time? Shoot. So normally I'll start recording right at the start of the conversation, and then I pick little snippets for the pre-banter. So is your snippet going to be, do my mom's bring all the boys to the yard? It probably is going to be. Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the scenery, but most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. Kind of a nerd. It's cool, I'm taking it back. Everyone else is growing and changing all the time, and that's not really my jam. I'm more of a fast blinking, stoic, removed, uncomfortably self aware type. being extremely clever up here and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you all? Okay, so 10 out of 10 for style, but minus several million for good thinking. Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! And then we just start right back there. So now we have our pre-show banter. <laughs> this is gonna be a more intimate sounding episode. Because uh, not only... Are we in the Nerd Mode Studios? I have my first live guest. And because we only have one microphone, <laughs> we are literally a foot away from each other. <laughs> Too bad this isn't a video cast. I have a feeling it would be more entertaining. I think so, because we would just be like right there. <laughs> one camera shot. Yep. One shot. One steady cam shot. We don't have a name for this episode. We didn't plan that yet, did we? Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, I don't have this anything. starting out horrible. We'll call it Talking, Talking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you say horrible, I think adorable. There you go. Are we allowed to call it Talking Dead? Is the Nerdist going to come by and, like, shut down He'll your, show up in one of his... Your studio? <laughs> Buttoned-up flannel shirts and wave his fist at me. Yeah. That's my show! I just don't want there to be any, like... Copyright infringements. We'll call it Stalking Dead. Alright, there you go. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> this is Nerd Mode, everybody, from nerdmode.com with a awesome episode lined up. Uh, as you can hear, there's a female voice that is not Ditsy B. <laughs> it is somebody I've mentioned several episodes, several times an episode, and she does exist, and here she is. I do exist. They do exist. <laughs> <laughs> and she's adorable. It's my girlfriend, Stephanie. Hello. So to introduce her, what I always do with a new guest is I ask them what the nerdiest thing about them is. So uh, I knew this question was coming, and I still don't think I have the most excellent answer, but I would say the nerdiest thing about me is you. Oh. 
blushing. <laughs> Insert adorable violin music. I might be able to do that. We'll have to see if I have the the ability to edit it in. Um, I would also say you really like Downton Abbey and Call the Midwife. And I'm kind of like a Mario British fangirl. That would be the best mashup. <laughs> Unless Doctor Who shows up, I struggle. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the, none of the fans got to hear the whole back and forth between you and I when we were watching Downton Abbey or trying to introduce me to the show. I was sitting on the couch, already half awake, like I was exhausted, and I was like, you know, I'm just waiting for the TARDIS to show up, because they're always walking around drinking tea and talking by staircases. I'm expecting to hear the woo sound, and then all of a sudden, there's a doctor. Yeah, there isn't too many, like, universal mysteries in Downton Abbey that the doctor so far is needed to show up for. At least nothing we can see on the surface. Exactly. If we're in the moment, we just think it's normal life. But who knows, half those people could be aliens. They could be. Or clockwork robots. Yes. Or a werewolf. They did that once, too. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth and a werewolf. That was a good one. There could easily be a Dalek in the Downton Abbey attic. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be amazing. (laughs) So if they want to get some more viewers on Downton Abbey, add a Dalek once or twice. Even in the background, just so you're like... There it is. <laughs> um, also, maybe Harry Potter could show up, That's but true. none of that happened. So my next response was to fall asleep instantly and start snoring, like I'm the cast of <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yep, that was pretty that was awesome. like five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was out cold. And then was it that just the next week I tried watching it again, and I was really focusing. And I felt like uncultured swine <laughs> because I'd be watching and all of a sudden you would start laughing. And I'm like, what? What did I miss? What happened? Like, it's a level of humor that just doesn't. It's not puns. So I struggle. <laughs> Maybe you need estrogen to watch that show. Maybe. That might be sexist, but I don't know. No, I think that's that's probably pretty, pretty spot on. I don't know any men who are like. OMG, Downton Abbey's on on Sunday nights on PBS. Yeah, and now that's going to become harder to watch now because Walking Dead is returning. I know. Thank God for DVR. Yes. What did we do before DVR? I don't know. VHS. (laughs) Every TV that had TV had a VHS recorder, and you had to do the balancing act of recording the three things that you could possibly record. Yeah. Ugh. And then if you lived with, like, multiple people in a household, did you record over CSI Miami? <laughs> no! no! But Howard the Duck was on! <laughs> that reminds me one time, I was going through old videos at my folks' place, and I was like, what is Beverly, Hill, Beverly Hills 9120s? Nice. And I was like, that's Beverly Hills 90210. I'm like... Oh, I was totally overthinking that. <laughs> Is that another estrogen show you didn't yeah, get into? No. It got as far as, oh, they were in Minneapolis. That's where they lived, and then they moved to Beverly Hills, and then I'm All like, right. oh, okay, I'm done. I've never watched it. No. Might be aging myself a little bit. I wonder if Devin ever watched it. Oh, I had trivia loaded. Then. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't trivia. Never mind. Anyways, I don't know if we'll do trivia. That was like two and a half seconds of... 
awkward airtime. I get used to it. You should. <laughs> sometimes, like when I do a lot of editing, what gets cut out, it's a lot of that stuff. A lot of. <laughs> Where'd that article go? Where's that comment that Devin left for the video? It's a lot of that, so we chop that out. But let's see. We might be able to do this in one steady. Let's go for recording. it. This will be the long First shot. First time ever. Live, non-stop recording. Yep. This will be like a five-hour podcast. Get it easily could it. with, with <laughs> Walking Dead. If any uh, previous zombie episode has shown up. No, Apple. I don't want to install you right now. I'm a PC guy. Oh, we could just read the terms and agreements to an Apple update for the... For the audience. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> this is what you would click to... It would be a five-hour podcast. <laughs> this is what you agreed to. The last of you clicked, I agree. Who knows what loopholes we could find. Yeah, who knows? Like the episode of South Park where they signed up and then they had unwittingly signed up to become a human centipede. <laughs> Speaking of humans becoming animals, uh, we watched a movie, was that last weekend or the weekend before already? Two weekends ago Two when weekends I was on ago. my deathbed. Yeah. yeah, when you were poor, sickly, sickly <laughs> little lady, we watched the movie Tusk. What did you think of that movie? I thought it was horrifying and um, intellectually definitely a thriller. And then you get like the last 20 seconds, 30 <laughs> seconds of the movie of the whole thing originating from a podcast and they're laughing and then it instantly like deteriorates any of those scared yeah. feelings you had through the entire movie and it's just as like wow that Which, was ridiculous what did i just watch <laughs> yeah you're you're watching this like she said terrifying movie of these Poor individuals dealing with stuff that's far beyond anything normal. Although and he was a douche, he kind of deserved it. He was, it. yeah. Um, and then amazing acting by Michael Parks as the villain. I just can't get over that. And you're so emotionally invested in it that when you find out that they're laughing and you're like, oh, I really want to listen to that podcast now because... <laughs> and it changed and the, whole the whole thing. Feel. Like started off from a tabloid advertisement in like a London... Um, newspaper or magazine and it's just the more you realize where it started from and how it evolved into what yep. it was it's just so ridiculous so i'm glad i didn't know any of the background law going into it because yeah. then watching the movie i truly was like horrified yeah. and frightened yeah. but i think it's brilliant that you had all these like feelings of terror and then you can just laugh at the end. Yeah. I think it's great to like walk away. Most horror films aren't like that, so yeah, I enjoyed it. It's good. Um, Alice Cooper had once said that all horror movies are essentially comedies because some of them are so over the top that you laugh, and this That's is one true. of those. Just like yeah. Cabin in the Woods. Nerd Mode is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and NerdMode.com. It can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerd Mode. And someone please email the show at nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Seriously, this is getting to be ridiculous. So I had to do a little spoiler repair there. Stephanie got excited. It's okay. It's my first time. Yeah, first time podcasting, hopefully first of many. We can make this regular Definitely. thing. 
Um, we also saw the movie Boyhood, which was oh, yes. awesome. Oh, man. That was great as well. I'd recommend it. Yeah. Totally different genre. Totally different genre. <laughs> but Same great, great, great film. We have to watch more Richard Linklater movies. I think Agreed. next we should watch Before Sunset or Sunrise, the first one, because it continues right off of Boyhood, basically. Yeah. So if you get a chance to watch that one, it's worth all the, the praise that it gets with uh, filming over 12 years. is beyond amazing. So Yeah, it was pretty mind-blowing. Yep. Nothing it's, like it before. Yeah. And it's just solid acting and writing. It wasn't uh, wasn't too wild. It was, definitely was the opposite end of Tusk. <laughs> um, there was some shady mustaches in both, though. We'll give them that's that. That's true. <laughs> Maybe that's like of... a theme for <laughs> the last six months. Yeah, and I'm trying to think what else we watched. We started to watch the interview, but then oh, we got yeah. way too sleepy. We got so about we went halfway to bed through. I don't think it is nearly as controversial i mean maybe the last 45 minutes is just absolutely yeah, we're insane we that. don't know yet so i shouldn't speak too soon but i guess i mean it was funny but it wasn't nearly i think as much as north korea got a little too excited yeah. i think probably yeah, gonna I get think... bombed now that i put that on the air Gosh. no i think that movie honestly like it's funny and it's witty and stuff but i don't think it would have got nearly as much advertisement or interest had the North Korea thing not happened. I well, think I just that's... don't think he's n- depicted, like, nearly as disrespectful as the hype was around yeah. it, you know? Like... Unless there's a swerve character-wise on his, which I'm suspecting. Right. But so, uh, well, The next podcast will tell you how the last 45 minutes Yeah, because I think we're going to try and watch that tonight, maybe, after <laughs> yeah. this. We'll load it up on the old Netflix, because it's free, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. The other two movies aren't free. You have to rent those or purchase them. I just flat out bought Boyhood. I just had to add it to my collection. I think there's only like four movies of his that I don't own, which was kind of shocking. I didn't realize I had that many. I'm kind of a Linklater fangirl. <laughs> Ding. Ding. <laughs> Dimple. So this episode, unlike Tusk and Richard Linklater... <laughs> Is all about The Walking Dead, which comes back tomorrow night. Yes. Or tonight, rather, because chances are when I have this edited and posted, it will be tonight. So it'll be the future from now. I wonder what the world will be like. Probably awesome. In the year 2015. February. <laughs> is that 8th? 7th? <laughs> what is today? The 7th, yeah. yeah. So you're right. That's, yeah, it's only 10.30. For a second, I thought it was midnight. <laughs> We've been podcasting all day. That was the longest sentence ever. Um, and then the next time, we'll talk about our, our recent purchase, purchase and things at the house. We could go on and on about that already. So we'll save that for another time next time we have this lovely lady on the episode. That's very exciting, though. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are going to have to wait for that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a, a fun way to... <laughs> a pun... I can't think of it. A pun is like a trying to get them excited for what is to come. I think so. Yeah. Something that creates intrigue. We're going to end up starting ridiculous rumors now. They're going <laughs> to think like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> I could you eat. just have an old man living in the basement. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, I was gonna... <laughs> He's renting out half the laundry room. 
I'll have to, I'll say it like off the air. The the what I thought about saying that would cause like such a stir to anyone that would ever listen. And they would. Now I have to wait to the end of the episode. Oh here, hold on. There. Yeah. Oh, I could just hit pause. I don't have to stop it every time. I yeah. Just hit pause. Chuck almost just blew up the internet. Almost. It was close. We yeah. had to hit pause. Get it out of my system. Yeah. Much like the time Angie and I did a what if where we talked about what happened if Marty McFly didn't make it back from 1955. Ultimately, it ended up with Doc killing Marty twice. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll get her on and we'll talk about that some more. That was an amazing conversation. <laughs> I, It went from us like, wait, what would happen? And then the episode cut out and comes back and we're just laughing hysterically. <laughs> Because I started recording again after we had this horrible realization. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what has happened so far on The Walking Dead that we should cover off the bat? Um, who do you think had... I guess we could count... I think that's my mom texting me. Let's get that. Yeah, that blinking light's going to drive me bonkers. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> I'd text you back, but it's getting late. <laughs> so when she listens to this, she's not like, what the... Um, who do you think was like the ace in the hole this first half of this season? Like, sadly, I would say Beth. You think so? Yeah. You think this was her season? I think absolutely. I mean, at least the first half, obviously. I think the first few episodes are gonna possibly have you know reflection, and I don't know that she's necessarily gonna be in um, any like flashback you know type moments, but. I think this was definitely, like, her time to shine. And so, of course, they killed her. Yeah. they make what everyone, else would they do? <laughs> they make you like them, and then they kill them. Yep. Him, uh, who was it? Richard, or not Richard, Linklater. He doesn't really kill many people. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the creator of Walking Dead. I must be getting distracted being a foot away. Kirkman? Kirkman, yes. Robert Kirkman. They like to kill people you love. Yes. So you have to go in the whole show just like, nope, I don't care. Yep. Um, also, um, uh, not Lord of the Rings. No. Oh, um, um close though. Not J.R. Tolkien, but uh, George R. Martin. Yeah. 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 Like the old joke. What jokes. is that show called? Wow. Game of Thrones? There you go. <laughs> That's the one, which we, we talk about podcasting about too. That and Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I would. I'd agree, Beth. I'd also say Carol had a solid half a season where she went from. That's true. She definitely evolved. Pretty much became Rambo or Rambet. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that in a previous episode too. Rambet. Uh, a guy I work with hates Carol. Really? Yeah. I feel almost unjustly <laughs> hates Carol. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't say she's my favorite, but I wouldn't say I hate her either. Yeah. I liked Beth. I remember the the couch, the living room got very quiet when when Beth died. We were both yeah. like, <gasps> and we both were expecting it, you know, yeah. like I was waiting for somebody. And it was also difficult that, and I don't know if ironic is a term, that Maggie didn't mention Beth once, and then all of a sudden she's all excited to see Beth, and then she dies. I'm like, oh my gosh. I feel that like was... they almost maybe did that on purpose, like, I don't know. Just it to... just seemed a little too, like, ironic, don't you think? A little too ironic. I really do think. <laughs> this happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, half the 
podcast listeners got a toothache right there. That's pretty <laughs> sweet. Give him a little cavity. Yep. That's this whole entire episode. You're, gonna yeah. need, you're just going to have to go get veneers. They're going to pull all your teeth. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Completely replaced. You heard it. Listen to this episode. It makes you want to pull your teeth out. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I don't know. I'd say between those two, those were kind of the players. Daryl definitely had a good solid season, too, showing model layers. I would say we learned more about... Espinoza, Eugene, and Abraham. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that they've necessarily had their like breakout moment. Yeah. I think Abraham did more than any of those three. Like, yeah. Just his whole, like, you know, he has this demeanor, and then you learn about his background, and then he has this, like, sit-in. I'm just going to sit here until Eugene wakes up. Like, yeah. almost like this emotional powwow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a great way to put it, actually. I never even... Emotional powwow. I like that. <laughs> or tan, very quiet tantrum. <laughs> a a military tantrum. Corner. You just let those ones go. Yeah. <laughs> um, It'll be interesting to see where his character continues to develop. I could see him becoming more like Rick, you know, a secondary leader, kind of like Shane was until he went all... What's his all purpose wonky? now, though? Is he going to stick around? Probably, I don't think he's going to be done. I think it's, um, like, he left that note for Rick saying, you know, the the world's going to need a Rick Grimes. But I think he's going to focus on trying to rebuild the world now. If he can't save it, he's going to try and rebuild it and fix it. I don't know. For some reason, I see him being a character that's going to get killed. You think so? It's hard to tell on the show, I tell you. Like, some characters in the comic books are long gone. Right. And they're still on the show. And then there's characters on the show that were, weren't in the comics or barely that are... Yeah, Daryl Dixon. Like, yeah. Everyone's number one. I mean, practically. The Boba Fett of the entire series. Yeah. Um, what did you think about... Maybe this can be our Nerd Rage segment. <laughs> the petition that at least 62,000 people signed to bring Beth back. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think that when you are a fan of this type of show, you have to be willing to cut your losses. And what would they do? Would she just, like, magically alive? Or they're just going to have the rest of the season and seasons going forward. Every season has a flashback. Like, that gets old. Doing a flashback, but, like, trying to bring her character back full time. Like, what do they say? Oh, the bullet missed her brain. Yeah, so she's a zombie. I mean, how do you want to bring her? I think, I get it. It was traumatic, but that's exactly what makes that show amazing. Yeah. Why didn't they petition to bring Lizzie back? She got (laughs) shot in the head, too. She was crazy. She was a little wacky. (laughs) I think I mentioned that before, that both her and Sophia had the exact same amount of episodes recorded for the show, and they both got killed by getting shot in the head. I was like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> How about Beth? I think she was in a lot more episodes, oh, but okay. um, no, I think that people said, "Oh, just make it a dream." Moment you make anything on that show just a dream, the show is done. Yeah, I mean, how would you even segue back into the second half of the season to say, "Just kidding"? Yeah, just oh, we didn't realize we'd hurt your guys' feelings, so they're all alive and we're having a picnic. Like yeah. it just. That sounds kind of snarky on my point, but 
I think they should just, if they truly like the actress, you know, they should be happy that she had the chance to be on the show the way she was. And obviously she's made a name for herself. So yeah. she'll have future success going forward. And yeah. Keep following her. Listen to her music. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah. She's a good actress. So nope, I wasn't in Give support the... of that. No, I, I was I did really. I not sign that petition. I was shocked at how many people signed that petition. That to me seems like there's 62,000. Amateurs. Sort of fans. <laughs> yeah. That just don't really dive into the story and are willing to accept loss. Yeah. That was probably the first one that hit me the hardest, next to Dale. Dale was a tough one. He was one of my favorites. Lori was tough, too. I mean, trust me, she was not, like, my favorite by any means. There was so many, like, I hate Lori moments. But they did a good job killing her off because, again, they made you like her so much right before it happened. I still think Carl should have had a a zombie Lori in the basement. (laughs) I thought that would have been, excuse me, hiccups, more emotionally relevant than her entire body, bones and all, getting eaten by one that zombie. That was bothersome. Like, there's no way. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's a zombie, but there still has to be some human capacity. And I'm sorry, but no human can eat another human no. in one sitting, at least adult size. And it wasn't that long. That's <laughs> yeah. the thing. It really was not that long. It's like between... 15 minutes and it's gone. <laughs> He's like a hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> the boa constrictor zombie just long. <laughs> Oh, should we talk about our favorite zombies? Yes, we can, actually. Okay, you go first. Um, uh, season one, I like the bicycle zombie. Yeah. The, the half zombie. Um, I don't know, I like the look of the the motorhome zombie that almost got Andrea. I thought he looked cool, but yeah. his body-seeking abilities were far higher than I think a zombie would really have. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I had any other ones... Um, I don't know if a lot of people noticed during the uh, the final battle for the prison. One of the zombies was the woman that Rick ran into out in the woods. That really uh-huh. strange lady that tried to kill him. She was a zombie walking up, so that, I like that one too. That was one mm-hmm. of those. And then Shane Zombie was a good one too. I have too many apparently. <laughs> of all of those, I think the bicycle zombie from episode one. I only have one and only zombie. That's true and true dear to, to my heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love, like, what they've done with evolving the zombies. Like, especially since we've tried to start rewatching from season one. Um, you can really see the difference, like, watching that first season to the current season and how much the zombies have changed and they're rotting and becoming a lot more morbid. Yeah. But my favorite zombie is my little well walker. I like that you call it little. <laughs> well, he well, especially when he's cut in half, he's quite small. <laughs> he got much smaller. But he's smaller. just this little chubberkins, and he's just adorable and angry. Yeah, he's my she, favorite. <laughs> she wants like pinch his cheeks, and we go to a here's a shameless plug hot topic once in a while, and you can get the little mystery box zombies and Walking Dead characters. And when she sees that there's a well zombie, she gets so excited. And we haven't gotten the well zombie yet. Not yet. But that's the one she wants. Do they have an action figure of that one yet? Um, they should. I don't know. i got to bring my action it's... figures home. Goals yeah. in life. Yep. Well zombie. That's, that's the right. one. She gets all all giggly. I think she wants to cuddle it. I don't know. <laughs> he's adorable and he's just so angry. He's like, so mad. Shh, 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 shh. You know, 
just finish your bath head. and dry off. Exactly. And then you can play on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he's, he's hangry. He just has <laughs> a little that's... food rage, you know, needs a little snacky and a little bedtime song. Not Nightwell Zombie. Oh my know? gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> Morbidly cute. So. She's glowing talking about the well zombie. That's like my most exciting thing for this episode was to talk about our favorite zombies. Favorite zombies? Yeah. I think you're doing awesome so far, so don't worry about it. Thanks. I should do plugs. I haven't done those yet. I think some people might forget listening in nerd mode. Can be found on... <laughs> I was like, what? Plugs? Plugs. Like, my hair, hair plugs. plugs. I was like, Ooh. oh, we're just going totally <laughs> in a weird direction. <laughs> nerd mode. <laughs> Nerdmode.com. That's nerd... Dash... Mode.com. Nice. I was wondering if you'd do it. Yep. Um, can also be found on Twitter and Instagram at Nerd Mode. Or on, you can go the route of Devin and actually email the show at nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Or go to the website. Find everything you need on there as well. Much easier. He emailed the show? Mm-hmm. Wow. Not since the last episode, though. He emailed me the uh, his ideas to fix Spider-Man. Uh, We might have to do a follow-up to that, because I think there's a lot more he wants to talk about. He seemed really bummed out that couldn't make that one happen. It's good to know there's people that still email. Yeah. Makes the world seem real still. (laughs) That connection. That connection. It's very powerful words. It is. You've got mail. Except it doesn't really do that anymore. That was an AOL thing. Yeah. AOL's kind of the pooper. Um, Yeah, as far as emailing the show, only three people, I believe, have. Devin. A few times. My sister, also co-host, and Mike. Well, I have your private email address, so yeah. that's so you what just, I use. You sent that to me perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And e- Nerd Mode emailed you today, too, the outline for the show that we are completely scrapping and just talking <laughs> through. <laughs> yes, which, the outline we haven't looked at once. Yeah. It's very important. It's a beautiful outline my sister made, though. It is. So, well done, Ange. <laughs> we'll use it next time. Next time. <laughs> When we probably don't have to sit face-to-face a foot away. Um, I seriously wish people could see this. We could take a picture, I suppose. I feel like we should have lit a candle. It's like the most intimate can, podcast. Yes. <laughs> About zombies. <laughs> like the level of intimacy, like face-to-face. This would be like one of those how-to romance your significant other. And we're just Zombie talk. Zombie talk. <laughs> Uh, what else did we have lined up to talk about tonight? We're already blowing through it. It's only a half an hour. Wow. Who do you think is going to be next to go? The next one that's going to die on the show. <sighs> oh, I don't even know his name. I think a lot of would, people would say he might be next just because he hasn't had a lot of significance yet. But I don't remember his name as a character. Because I'm not good at that type of stuff. I'm struggling to. Um, Jonah, Noah. Noah, the Noah. Um, yeah. best buddy. Yep, from the hospital. I heard he's already like he signed up for a new show somewhere. So yeah, I could see that. Either. Yeah, him. I mean, unless he makes like a huge breakout as a character, I don't think a lot of people have attachments to him. So I don't know. Yeah. I could see him going either like he just decides to go his own way or. But then again, he might feel like he owes some debt to the group. Yeah. You know, so maybe he ends up risking his life for them. I can see that, him going down. Also questionable, Abraham or Eugene. You think one of those two already? I I think it's definitely a possibility. It'd be hard 
Yeah, I'd like to see those guys grow some more, especially Eugene, now that he's he's got to contribute differently. Right. Um, what's, um, we should have watched an episode or two to get boned up on the names. Bob's girlfriend. Oh, Sasha? Sasha. I can't want to say Tara. I don't know where that name was coming from. I don't know. Was that her, her name in Once Upon a Time, maybe? And I'm just... Is really I don't know. To, um, I could see her going because yeah, there isn't a whole lot going on with her. However, her brother's still on the show, so yeah. Not I that hope that he comes out of the makes show. a difference, Beth. Yeah. Not that having a sibling on the show <laughs> no, means really you're gonna help you stay out. alive, <laughs> Mer- Merle. Um, <laughs> yeah, who, who else? <laughs> Merle, Lizzie, and her sister, who, again, I blank on her name because it's a different name. It's not a normal name. Maybe not having a sibling will help you out. Yeah. Too bad for Carl and Judith. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That would be shocking. I'm glad she's still around. I was nervous. I think they'd have a hard time, especially now that she's older. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People don't like baby killers. <laughs> that's, that's hear that, Kirkman. That's that's people don't upon like baby in killers. The industry. <laughs> uh, even zombies. They had a few moments there, you know, like when T Dog was digging through cars and he saw the baby seat covered in blood. Yeah, that was hard. That was probably one of the harder images to take in because you don't think of that when you're watching the right. show. Um, so I'm glad she's still around. It did seem suspect, you know, when we we're worried about if she was alive. Like, well, they unbuckled her. Like, I don't think somebody would unbuckle the baby. Like, right. I think the buckles. Like, that's what I looked at when I saw the seat. I was like, is it buckled? It's not buckled. Okay, I think she's alive. Um, no, uh, Sasha, I could see. Um, the the preacher. Because oh he's gosh. kind of horrible. If he keeps living, I might actually be angry. <laughs> How is he still alive? I, mean, I don't know. The one He's time... like the clumsiest, least weaponized. <laughs> just He's just uh... a tripping hazard. Like, he was safe and sound inside the church b- behind Carl and Michonne, two terminators of the zombie world. He chops his way out with an axe, mind you, leaves the axe behind, gets five feet from the church, steps on a nail, and almost <laughs> loses it. Like, I would have just crawled my butt right back into that church and had a good cry. <laughs> Construction zone safety. It's important to really get a watch out for drop nails and make sure you wear your hard hat. Cause... But seriously, five feet from the... <laughs> I stepped on a nail he once. He deserves to die <laughs> he at does. this point. Like... He's got a lot of atonement to go through. Um, I should have found that too. Um, hold on. I'm really curious to see how long they're going to make us keep waiting for Morgan. Yes, I'm excited for him to uh, come moseying back on. Because they have see... just really been dragging that out for all it's worth. Like, I don't know. To be fair, though, I, it's difficult um, when characters keep circling around each other in this world. It seems very difficult for me to fathom that. Um, like the possibility. Yeah, of them bumping into each Seems other multiple times. Yeah. Because that'd be like if 99% of the population vanished and then we went to the Mall of America and ran into someone we knew. Right. You know? It is a small world, though, Chuck. It is. 
They they really have only gone about fifty miles <laughs> in a circle. So I suppose maybe I'm being a little too critical. Maybe that's a problem. They need to expand their horizons. Um, now that we're talking about the church and all that, I posted this on the <laughs> Facebook page, but it didn't really get much look. My mom figured this out. It was actually pretty brilliant. Um, not to get preachy or anything, but in the church, up on the wall where they normally put the listing for hymns, um, the priest, I'm blanking on his name, um, Dead Man Walking, we'll call him, <laughs> uh, put up Bible passages. So these are the Bible patches, pat, patches, patches, passages in order. Um, the first one was Romans 6, 4. Now this I thought was brilliant because it gives you, you have to research it and it gives you insight to how the dead man walking was portraying and taking in the, uh, the, the world around him as it was happening. So the first one is Romans 6, 4. So I'll read these. Um, I wish I had some organ music to play in the background. I know. I was like, should I start humming? <laughs> <laughs> you can yell hallelujah once in a while if you want. That seems crass. We better not go that route. All right. Romans 6, 4. Therefore, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. So it seems almost positive. You know, he sees these bodies coming back and he's got this kind of... Oh, we're walking newness in life. Next one, Ezekiel 37, 7. Now, these are from the show. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. Kind of gave me boost, goosebumps on that one. Next boost one. Gumps. Huh? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Is that what I said? Almost. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I'm thirsty. I think that's what I have. I should have brought some water down. I've been eyeing your cup of water there. Uh, Matthew twenty-seven fifty-two, And the graves were open, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. Whew. I like that one. Uh, and then it starts getting into Revelations 9, 6. And in those days shall men seek death and not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Mm. So this is his mindset. It's pretty brilliant. Last one. Luke 24, 5. So anybody that's wanting to you can double check these and make sure they're accurate i think they are and as they were afraid and bowed down to their faces of the to the earth they sat said unto them why seek ye living among the dead so my mom did all that research for me and found that out for the show that was kind of cool because awesome. she she fixated on it she saw those she's like that looks like a real specific thing they kept showing it so if you watch um any of the earlier episodes when they first started going through the church you'll be able to see those on the wall and it was nobody even looked at it. It was just a throwaway, brilliant little add-on they did. So I have homework for anyone who's listening to this episode. Google The Walking Dead, and I want to know if Chuck shows up on the first page of the results. Why? Because you did on mine. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's some a post of mine from Google+. Plus. Weird. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what could I say? Walkie Dead and I are kind of synonymous. See, so, yeah, I'm just curious <laughs> if it was just like mine. Uh, or... I'm guessing it's probably, uh, it's not going to be just your googly, what's it? It's It's funny because it literally just says 
boy, I sure love The Walking Dead. What's the date on it? One, One year, year ago. ago. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Um, oh, I was going to ask you one thing. You had a really cool theory. It didn't come to fruition about Beth's whereabouts. You had a theory about where she actually was, and I thought it was kind of brilliant because I hadn't heard it before, and it has never come up in a movie before like this or a show like this. Was that that I thought um, she was in, like, basically a place? I wasn't sure if it was, like, a hospital setting or, like what exactly it was but it seemed like they were grabbing healthy people to repopulate the earth is that what you're referring to yeah okay which i thought was kind of terrifying but brilliant and a part of me even thought kind of necessary you <laughs> well, it's know just the way they like presented her like in the um previews like in this hospital gown and then you have this like you know very serious lady in a a uniform of sorts and i'm just like wow why if they're just like going out there you know they obviously are seeking people because someone took her but you know capturing people that seemed were healthy and young and you know able to be bred (laughs) yeah and basically our mission is to repopulate the earth with healthy humans that makes way too much sense and i'm like i've read up to volume 19 in the actual comic book, and that's never come up. I've never seen that in a, a movie new or a show like this. A terrifying new villain. <laughs> Unless it's only done, like, through medical means and not the more biological <laughs> sense. That would be horrifying. Um, oh, lock two people in a room. <laughs> some, a little blue pill. Some Barry White. And... <laughs> it's for the world. <laughs> No pressure. No pressure. Just have just... fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. be terrifying <laughs> and awkward. This is what happens uh... when we're face-to-face. Um, terrifying and awkward? Terrifying Aww. and awkward. <laughs> That's not what you were feeling? Oh. Now I am both terrified and awkward of how the rest of the be. evening is going to go. <laughs> no, I thought that was really... Um, you said that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That makes so much sense that there would be people like that out there and it's never really been approached so so kirkman i'm sure you're one of my listeners uh, oh, let's, i'm sure uh, you let's come see. up on the first page of google searches, yeah so. i'm i'm right there that's that's weird yep right there with rolling stone <laughs> <laughs> that's right rolling stone and space buck chuck it's pretty much the same publication pretty much um rolling dash stone <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get officialnerdmode.com. I'm I'm kind of tired of the dash. Yeah. I'm not that dashing. dashing. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> um, no, I was gonna say something. I totally lost my train of thought now. Uh, do you think um, what like this is probably one of those never gonna be answered questions for the show? Do you think that they planned to take somebody from the house that Daryl and Beth were in? Or do you think there was this right place, right time? Because that seemed almost too coincidental that they just happened to be driving by. I think that house seemed very set up. There was too much supplies. It was too clean. Um, Way too inviting. Yeah. So I think it was set up by them. Um, And I think they just scouted. You know, they would just go out and see what they could find you know during yeah, the day at night so i don't think that they were necessarily like um had surveillance going on the house itself you know or we're doing like a stakeout but 
I think they knew someone would eventually come by and they, they probably found them. had their rounds. Who knows? They probably had about eight or nine different places yeah. that they've just circled to every day. And when they finally some saw safe they, houses and yeah, just some needlessly nicely abandoned places that people couldn't uh, couldn't ignore. Yeah. So they threw the bait and got the catch. Yeah. I know uh, when they first, because that was going on with Beth, and then Daryl was with that that group of uh, oh, survivors. The... People were saying it was them um, no, luring I out really Beth, never but they never had a car. They were always on foot. Yeah, I, I do never think, suspected them. Yeah, I do think the dog was part of the act, though. I think the, that they used that dog to help lure right. them out. But All right, yeah. That's one of those mystery questions that we'll never probably have a solid answer for. Yeah. Because anybody well, attached to it is dead, all dead. So. Yeah. Their leader's dead, and probably one one or two of the guys driving that car is dead. Yeah. Sure, one was shot, one was hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that they just had their little spots. Um, who do you think is going to be the next, this half of the season, who do you think is going to have the best season? Like, you know, the first half was definitely Carol and Beth having a solid run. Who do you think is going to really up their game? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know, because I could say the same about who do you think is going to die as much as who do you think is going to have a good season. It could be <laughs> Eugene or Abraham. It could be the exact Either same. there's going to be like a breakout or they're going to die. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really see Maggie or Glenn doing like a lot in the second half of the season. I think they'd definitely um, be there for emotional stuff. Yeah. Like, they're definitely going to be there for that, like, you know, now Maggie only has Glenn, like, that crippling reality of every one yeah. of, you know, all of her people are gone. I don't know. I have a feeling there's going to be some new faces. I think so, too. That was going to get on to my next question. Who's going to be the new villain? Was that your question? I have a theory. I don't think, without getting spoilers from the comics, because it's starting to follow that. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't know any of the... The, the new villain, essentially, is going to be Rick and the group. You think so? I think so, but I'll have to explain. So, and I noticed this... Is this we, from the comic, or is this your theory? It mixes with both. I'm going to try and explain it without giving co- spoilers from the comic, even though it's like 15 volumes in. Okay. Um, I was talking to Jason at work yesterday about this, about... If you watch Rick and... Like, if you find somebody that's never seen The Walking Dead, don't start them on episode one. Start them right now. If you looked at Rick and his crew, would you see them as good guys? No. So that's... We're going to get a perspective of that. I think they're going to come across people who haven't survived the way Rick and them have. And now they're going to see them as any new new viewers would. That it's this terrifying group of people have done horrible things to survive while we're there on the journey with them we understand every choice they've ever made but somebody that hasn't seen that come by you know if they hear a story about rick rick ripping a guy's throat out right you know they're gonna freak out or executing people in a church yeah hacking people (laughs) up in a church no nonsense so i think it's gonna be a season where we're getting to view that from someone else's eyes because they hinted with that with the preacher, and even with Tyrese seeing them kill those guys in the church, they just kind of stood there like, whoa, what are we becoming? Right. So we're going to run into some people that 
haven't had that life. They've been relatively unharmed, so they mm. don't know the struggle. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. So that's, I think, at least this season. They, they need a break from big villains to focus on character again. Yeah. I think for the second half of the season, they would be fine not introducing, you know, a huge villain. Yeah. I know there's one coming that's in the comics I haven't read yet that apparently makes the governor look like a Boy Scout. Wow. So there's one coming, but I don't know much about him since Amazon took the Walking Dead volumes off the Kindle library. <laughs> You're totally not disgruntled as you say I, that. I am very disgruntled. I have <coughs> a whole bag of gruntle about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is my satchel of gruntle. <laughs> you must not peer into it. <laughs> um... So, no, that's my theory So as far as villains and what I think the, the next half of the season. As far as breakthrough character, I think it's going to be Maggie. I think she's going to do some serious oh, really? heart-wrenching stuff. You know, she's got a lot to focus on. Hmm. You know, some regrets that she didn't work harder to fight, find Beth and look for Glenn instead. So it's going to be some tricky relationship stuff going on there, I think. Interesting. And then maybe Rick having to dial back what he's become this last season and a half to survive. Right. Hopefully they get into a place where they don't have to be that all the time. So hmm. that's what I'm that's what I'm suspecting will happen this next season, so we shall see. Yeah. And we'll be you, we'll be reeling in about twenty four hours, so do you think this next episode starting back up? Is it going to be really slow? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about that at work. I think it's going to be, like, emotional, and I don't think there's going to be, like, a ton of action. No. So. It's going to be a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How do we recover? How do we Recovery. Yeah. yeah. Which I think. Best burial. Yeah. You know? It might be that, or just a short time after. Yeah. Um, but it, being that there was a huge break, it feels like, oh, yeah, we, we, we need action now. You know, we need some more of that because we had time to process, but the characters haven't, so I think we exactly. need to see that. Yeah. Um, I read a horrible article that is from cinemablend.com, which is a pretty reputable website, but it was just a bad article about what they think is going to happen in the, uh, the first episode, and it talked about Rick... Rick um, said specifically the actor that um rick's attempt to make things right goes catastrophically bad so this article took that as oh people are going to get eaten by zombies and things like that as opposed to emotionally catastrophically bad like he could just say the one wrong thing break the entire group up they all go in separate directions yeah something like that but this guy totally wrote an entire article explaining how essentially we're going to see Beth's body get eaten by zombies because they're out in the world now and going to try and bury her and there's zombies everywhere. I'm like The zombies what? are always there, but that's the brilliance of the show is that your enemies are far beyond the, you know, always impending doom that a zombie yeah. could be around the corner. It's the other humans that are yeah, still inhabiting the earth. It's what they're doing to survive. The zombies are just on autopilot just... Doing I think functions. it just goes to show that there's people that were good who turned bad, 
and there's people that were bad that stayed bad and there's people that were bad that changed you know turned good you just never know what you're going to come across you know everybody's going to handle the apocalypse in a different way emotionally mentally physically i'm probably just gonna sit around and eat a lot of pudding just like carl (laughs) i'm gonna sit on a rooftop this is my life now should we just start like stocking up on that in costco Oh, I already have. Turn the back bedroom into just you haven't been back there. of chocolate pudding. That was my segue to let you know we've got oh, a lot of pudding. No vanilla tapioca, just chocolate. Not tapioca. <laughs> you don't like tapioca pudding? It's got chunks in it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is an awkward episode where just everything falls apart. Well, see, the awkward thing is because I mentioned in a previous episode that I don't like tapioca pudding. Oh. <laughs> no, I haven't listened to all of them because some of them have spoilers yeah. for things I haven't seen. We have to be very careful about that. No, that was a. Uh, I think I was talking to Mike about how I'm old, and I get done watching Matlock, and I have my pudding. He's like, what kind of, like, tapioca? Because I like my pudding with chunks in it. <laughs> I love tapioca pudding. I'll have to give it a try again. Maybe my taste buds. Taste buds? <laughs> my taste friends have switched. <laughs> taste friends. <laughs> so I have a call. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? We could brag about the Terminus poster we have in the bathroom. It's awesome. It is pretty cool. Gwenny's handling it very well. Yeah. Now that she knows. We just had to cut off the bottom where it said The Walking Dead. We just had to cut that off. But now, like, it's jagged, so now it looks like a real map. I tried to get it straight, but (laughs) it just wasn't happening because I'm a shaky guy. It looks cool. It looks all right. Yep. Maybe I should take a lighter and burn the edges, too. (laughs) Maybe. That wouldn't end horribly. No. Especially on a bathroom with wood paneling. A dry 70s paneling. Got a oh sink God. right there. It'd be fine. God, that'd be horrible. Uh, let's see. Did we have any other? Oh, I've got a stiff neck. Oh, I'm old. Oh, I don't know if I'd be able to find that little mini outline I sent you. It's gonna be buried in text now, because we talk a lot. We do. Um, what else could we bring up? I'm trying to think more Walking Dead stuff. I don't know, that covered a lot. Yeah, that was a solid hour. Not bad. I have Too. a people, feeling people are like, oh my gosh, just wrap this up. It's <laughs> cute fast. I can't take it's, it anymore. Yeah, they, they... Maybe you should air this on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could repost it. Oh. I don't want to post it too late after the episode, because yeah. that's my, my pattern. I'm trying to break that pattern. <laughs> no, it's like, all good. Um, we did... Oh, we... I did load up an article. Let's just browse it real quick off of uh, Rolling Stone. It says uh, the top five things you need to know before watching the premiere. So we'll chit-chat about that a little bit. Then we might be done, I think. Yeah, I think we got it. So uh, Beth is gone but not forgotten. All right. So we spent much of the first half of the season wondering why Maggie seemed to forget that her sister was missing. Uh, After Beth's untimely and unfortunate demise during the hostage trade gone awry... We, see, we get to see just how deeply everyone is affected by your death. Uh, we won't get too far into it. We'll just... I can see that. Yeah, that's kind of what we talked about. Never get too comfortable with the, st- the status quo. As The Walking Dead showed us during the mid-season finale, it's not afraid to kill off a beloved character. The season opener continues with a similar vein, proving that the zombie apocalypse nobody's ever completely safe. Huh. Rolling Stone knows something we don't know? I don't know. I feel like we've already talked about this. I yeah. feel like 
We didn't even read this article beforehand. Uh, come on, Rolling Stone. Get with it. Get ready to see some familiar faces. Yeah, I promise we didn't read this. We loaded up and then I went back to Audacity. Guts and gore galore. Yeah, there's probably going to be some more zombie killing, I'm sure. Maybe that's something... When th isn't there, though? Yeah. There's been a lot. This last season, not as much, though. Yeah, it's true. Um, the first half was a lot of Terminus. A lot of humans killing humans. <laughs> still guts and glory. Yeah. Maybe not zombies, but... But maybe um, that's what we need is some zombie genocide for a while. Yeah. Misplace our, our anger. Yeah. yeah. Killing the dead. Are um, they going to go through that horde that's in that city? Or is there another way around? Oh gosh, I forgot about that horde. I'm hoping they go around. Like, I'd love to believe even having Carol in tow that they can make it through. I mean, yeah. Carol and Daryl together take the There's form of... so many uh, arrows. The, yeah. Where does he get all those arrows? He recycles. <laughs> he also puts them in his mouth. Have you seen that? He wipes them off. Jeez. <laughs> I'm so gl glad that the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse isn't a bloodborne pathogen because <laughs> everyone would be gone. Andrea would have kidding. biffed it real soon when she's screaming and stabbing that zombie. <laughs> There's no way. Like, <laughs> uh, um, well, and where do we go from here? Yeah, they're rolling stones. You're behind. Come on. They just posted this like a day ago, too. Jeez. We're as good as rolling stones. <laughs> we'll just close that down. We got this. Uh, let's see. Anything? Any final... Messages, thoughts. How about this? Is there anybody you want to die? Oh gosh, not really. I'm yeah. going with the priest. Priest again. Yeah, He's been nothing no, but trouble. About him. Yep. Thanks for reminding me. He's just becoming an awkward burden. <laughs> <laughs> an awkward burden. Like, I guess a... we have to save you because you're a priest, but. I don't think that's really flying with any of this group. I don't yeah. think there's too many. He's mischievous. He is emotionally withdrawn. He's obsessed with the past. Yeah. You know, I don't know. He's, a, He's just, just a huge liability. The fact that they had a, an amazing stronghold with using those organ pipes and everything yeah. they could to create a, a stronghold. They ended up having locked zombies inside of it because of him. They had to escape out of his escape hatch, go around, and lock the zombies in. Like, could you imagine coming back? Could you imagine coming back, like, from a run and seeing, like, wait, where's what all the zombies? The zombies are locked. In We're locked out now. That that would have been the end of it. Yeah. Like, all right, let's go over here. I'm going to show you some clack. That would have been done. Or I would just tell him just to leave. I would have white fanged him. Mm -hmm. Just throw some rocks at him. Nobody loves you! Yeah, he needs to go. I think so. I originally thought he was going to be part of one of the bad groups. Either <coughs> the Terminus crew or... I did uh, too. I had a feeling he initially that he had like some sort of connection. Like a trap on the outskirts or something like that. Like he would draw people in for them to come yeah. and take him or something. But... Nope, he's just awkwardly doing his own things in the woods. And probably almost starved to yeah, death on horrible, a rock. horrible, horrible way. Oh my gosh. 
See, that's what made me think he was like just a plant because when they're walking through a forest <laughs> and they find the one giant rock with a guy on top of it screaming because he's going to get killed by zombies. And like he doesn't have a single weapon. Nothing. I was yeah. like, that, that's way too convenient. But then for him, he should have seen that as divine intervention. And he mentioned that. But then he went from thinking, oh, my gosh, these are my saviors. To instantly like, well, we're all going to die anyways. So, <laughs> oh, look, a nail. <laughs> oh my yeah, he's the one I'm hoping because... Maybe he's the breakthrough character, though. Maybe he's seen enough now and had, like, enough experience and witnessed, you know, the group. Like, maybe. Maybe he just... I hope so. Throws off his jacket and white shirt and just becomes a zombie-killing machine. You never know. He could. Rip his sleeves off. I kick ass for the Lord! (laughs) He's a good guy, Mike. I gotta talk to him about maybe trying to get the show live. So whoever's up at 10.30 at night can listen to us ramble on about zombies and be trying to figure out more things to bring up about Walking Dead. Yep. Um, now that we have this awesome studio, we can totally live podcast. And we should really try to do a video, too, because seriously, you sitting in that old green chair in front of a fireplace looks awesome. <laughs> um, we Once get we at, have a cool microphone, though. Yeah, we got to get something a little better. I'd like to get one of those old 50s music That'd be awesome. Crooner microphones. That'd be cool. It'd look cool. While we talk about Dexter. Should we do that or Game of Thrones next? Next time we have you on, what do you think? I don't know. I have a lot to say about Dexter. I probably have more to say about Dexter than Game of Thrones so far. Yeah. I think if we talk about Game of Thrones, we need like a giant gauntlet of wine in our hands. Otherwise, it'd be like a true missed opportunity. (laughs) We could turn this into a throne. Yep. We'll put lightsabers and <laughs> some, uh, we'll make some foam LARPing swords and we'll just cover that thing up and yep. we don't really have any dragons. Well, you're kind of the mother of dragons. The girls are in a bad mood. That's true. We have dragons. <laughs> <laughs> we have dragons. They just don't shoot fire. They shoot sass. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, does it burn the same. Sure does. <laughs> I think on that note we can we can sign off so we can go finish watching the interview. Wait for the amazing plot twist. Yes. That they're all robots. Or that it's all just a dream. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Kim Jong il's dream. <sighs> yeah, I have no idea where that story's gonna go. We'll let you know next time. Yep. Next time we record. Or we can always bop down here and we'll add it after the credits. <laughs> I can do that. We'll, we'll run down after watching like, oh my gosh, this happened and this happened and it was so awesome or it was so lame and they're watching it again. We'll see what happens. <laughs> this girl is seriously adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, one day I can be your well walker. Would you do that if I became a zombie you'd throw me in a well and just let me blow it up? It's true love, you know. I don't know. What would I do if you became a zombie? I like the we have the perfect zombie room. We really do. I'd put you in the zombie room. You'd put me in the zombie room? On chains. Yeah. That's true love. Yeah. Means never letting go. <laughs> Especially as limbs <laughs> fall off. However, hopefully you wouldn't be like a claustrophobic zombie as you're a claustrophobic human. <laughs> yeah. Unless that's how it happened. What are you planning? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing just there's some treats at the back of the the old uh, canning room. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like the the first time we saw that, where like the girls can never know this room exists. Yes. To oh, to gosh. explain, I kind of don't even want to know that room exists. To explain, we live in an awesome, beautiful house, but there's one room in the basement that's a canning room, that's got stone walls and dirt floors, right off the basement. And there's just this one door that's looking at us right now with a little vent on it. A creepy light. Yeah, it's a creepy little room that if we ever wanted to take pictures in zombie makeup, that'd be where we'd do it. Yeah. But to show you how powerful that room was, when we first moved in and brought the girls down, they both looked at that door and were like, what is that? And you could tell they did not like the vibe from that room. So yeah. now we've got shelving and stuff up in front of it and hopefully one day a big poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the creepy room. It's What did we call it? The death room or the murder room? What did we call it? We gave it a creepy name. I'm forgetting now. Yeah, I don't know. If we ever have a haunted house, though, it's we're gonna have to break that. Sure. Out. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to... We gotta hang something in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it, not me. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm a grown oh, man. <laughs> a grown man, and I don't like that room. Maybe for me, it's a claustrophobic side. I don't know. Maybe sometime I'll take a picture of it for the, the listeners so they can get a feel. Maybe just the door. I don't even want it being opened. Yeah. I think it's more creepy that it's, like, connected to the earth. Like, yeah. It's, like, underground. Yeah. It's, like, an more offset the, it's, of the house. Yeah, like. it's it seems more underground than just a basement is because the yes. basement has, like, windows and a nice ceiling and it's dirt. Yeah. This is, like, it's, dug into the ground. Like, if you made a really cool place on Minecraft and you started a new tunnel but then just threw a door in front of it. Yep. Like, they knocked out two, three, blo- four blocks, I'd say. And then they just threw up a door. Like, I'll, I'll work on this later. And they never went back. Now there's just creepers in there. <laughs> just one creeper spawned. Oh, that's creeping me out. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> just the idea that you walk by and... St- this is real life, honey. This is real life, okay? Freaking out. Where's the air? I need to see the sky. I've been underground too long. All right, we got to end on that note. Now we're getting into the sleepy ridiculousness of it. This has been Nerd Mode, my beautiful girlfriend, Stephanie. Thanks for coming on. I can't wait to have you on the episode again. Thanks for having me. It only took two years. Only two years. Kind of worked out. Hopefully the girls slept the entire time. I'm worried they're going to have to getting grumpy. I think they're fine. Yeah. They're They've tired. Been, they had a big day. We all had a big day, so now yep. it's time to go home. Well, we are home, but... We are home. <laughs> go lay down, watch interview. Yep. Betty by time. So, as usual, learn something about everything and everything about something. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. That's for Ange.
up all the holes. Bullets in the movies never tell a hole. Now Clyde was a lover and Bonnie was a queen. They set their sights for Texas and never let the scene. Another great